Hello again everybody and welcome to another episode of Morphtastic Live. This is the audio version of our lives. We usually do lives which we upload to YouTube but we have decided to switch it over to Spotify Audio too. I'd also like to say a huge thank you to EcoGeckos for sponsoring us. EcoGeckos has opened up a live food store for the UK. Insects, caves, food bowls, tongs etc. So please check out www.ecogeckos.co.uk. I'm your host, Georgia Elite Geckos, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. What's good, man? Nervous? <laughs> oh, you know, first live ever, but get well, past. Is that your new dart frog enclosure behind? Sure is, sure is. A bit, very nice, man. Is there you got any darts in there yet, or is it just a yeah? Just I do, actually, a trio of cobalt blue dart frogs in there. Very nice. I, I used to have dart frogs myself. Um, they are look, they are delicate, um, but I, I love them, um, especially when you see them out with the fruit flies and stuff. So, wasn't oh, yeah. that your marine tank before? So I remember we were we were speaking. Yeah. Definitely, man. And one thing I like about these guys is they're always out together. You know what I mean? Like you see them hopping around, you see them interacting in the terrarium, you know what I mean? So they're cool to watch. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So it's just the three you got in there, did you say? Yeah, just the trio. They're still froglets right now. So they've only been without their tails for about three, four weeks. But eventually, you know what I mean? I'm hoping that two of them will pair off and do their thing. Definitely, definitely. I remember he used to put in the fruit flies in and you see him come rushing out. I used to love, I, I did used to love, because I used to have him as a, a display tank underneath my telly, my TV. And uh, yeah, he used to be, he used to be good, but it's just the maintenance and spray. And I'm always out working, so I had to uh, scrap that idea. But anyway, welcome to the live, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So ha what got you into this hobby, uh, Thomas? What, what 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 made you start? Did you all have? Did you have reptiles before? Have you always been interested in animals? Yeah, so I mean, growing up as a kid, I was always the kid outside that, like, if I saw a lizard on a tree, I caught it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that. I always had an interest in them, and then once I started getting like an allowance from doing chores as a kid, I asked one day to go to Petco, and I saw a fire-bellied toad there, and they were like six bucks, and I had like. I think I earned like $38 or something like that. So I bought like a little tank and everything, got them all set up. And then just kind of from there, I mean, eventually I started getting more and more reptiles as I got older. Mm -hmm. I think once I was about like 11 or 12, I got my first leopard gecko and I had that one for like eight years. And then unfortunately I had to rehome her just because we were moving and I couldn't take her with us because we had moved out of state, but that one was kind of what started it all for me. And in that time period, I was watching all of like Ron Tremper's videos and Sasselbeck's videos when they were coming out, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So the always desire to breed. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And as a kid, I did some like experimental breeding, you know what I mean? Where I just put my male with my female and they laid eggs and they hatched, you know what I mean? And I ended up giving them to my local pet store for like, I think they traded me a frog or something for him, you know what I mean? But yeah, just like experimental. And then as I got older, I got more interested in like the genetics and like stuff like that. You know what I mean? 
Definitely, definitely. I mean, that, that answers another question I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you because on your page, it, it, it says established in May this year. So I thought maybe he hasn't produced any geckos yet. So you just asked oh, yeah. you have produced, but nothing, I guess, nothing on a, a high genetical level, I guess. So I think that confuses a lot of people. That's actually just the day that I got my LLC, which is my limited liability um, con or contract or whatever it's called. I forget okay. Okay. But that's when I got that. But I've actually been, like I said, working with reptiles for since I would say comfortably, like actually knowing what I'm doing since I was about 14. Jeez. Okay. This is what these lives are about. You don't understand people till you talk. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like I'm, I, I was looking at your page. I was like, oh, he's, he, he's new. He started in May. We were like, no, I've been, I've been around. I've been on the block for a bit of time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was the kid growing up that every weekend I was in, like I said, I was in the pet store spending my allowance, whether I was getting like a new tank or some new reptile or something like that, because that was my hobby. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted to put all my money towards. Definitely. And I could tell with the some of the geckos you've got, like you've gone for like the good high quality stuff. I mean, the clowns, I am jealous, man. That's why there's always what there's one thing I always say is uh, where America breaks Europe is in the clowns. Your guys' clowns are fire. I would say that just has to do partially, though, with the amount that has gotten to Europe. You know what I mean? You guys are working off that one single shipment of genetics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, let's just get some more out into the UK. We need to do more trades. I mean, we've got big things coming. We've got a big announcement coming, me and Eco Geckos. We're making it easier. And believe it or not, USA to UK is very, very easy. But it's the other way around. UK to USA is like, oh, it's a bit long. But um, really? But yeah, we're yeah, so we're, get, we're getting there. It's, it's always been able to be done, but it's just the cost. It becomes to the point it's like, the shipping's like three times the amount of the gecko. So like nobody wants, you know what I mean? Nobody's going to pay that sort of thing, but we make it, it's getting easier and easier now. So, but anyway, what's your, what's your main, what's your main plans? Would you say, what's your main projects? Honestly, bro, I want to be known for my clowns. You know what I mean? That's why I went so heavy into the clown project. And not only that, I just like the way they look. You know what I mean? When I purchased mine from Bubba, I can't tell you, man. It was like every week they look different. And I love that about them because it's it, seriously, it's just every, I would say every single shed, they change color tone from greens to purples to reds to yellows, like all of it. And that's just kind of what made me really, I would say, gravitate towards the clowns over any other morph. Yeah. My plans are just going to be crossing them, continuing to produce the pure line, you know, because I have pure clowns from MV Geckos. Um, also, the brown stuff on my hands. I built a background yesterday, so got it all over my fingers. But he hasn't been digging in the garden like a dog, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, the clowns you got are, are, are crazy, are crazy, man. I think I think it was one of them I saw. It's almost a little bit stripy, and I was like, damn. I've got a couple that have some striping going on. Now, with these guys, my clowns are a little more flighty than some of my other geckos. But, like, this one's my Het Free Clown Inferno Cross female. 
Oh, very nice. That burnt orange look. Oh. Oh yeah, definitely. I've seen a lot of um, Clown Cross Infernos this season, so I'm assuming it, it works very well. Because sometimes we're crossing certain tangerine lines, like for example, um, Mandarin Tangerine, it can wash out completely. Sometimes we're crossing, so it looks like Inferno and Clown is is a good cross to do. Yeah, definitely. I've not like you said. I've noticed that, in my opinion, the best crosses out there with the tangerine lines, I think personally are going to be like your bloods and your infernos, like you said, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I did do a red diamond cross uh, this season and I'm, I'm stoked. I mean, it, it's, it's gone completely to plan and yeah. What's, what's Junior put? Told you, man, he has the clowns. <laughs> he always, he messaged me earlier. And he was like, you guys think you're cool. Wait until you see us hit the clown game. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. We, me and Junior have some secret stuff planned up here. This is this one's my personal. I remember you said that someone had a question about what my personal favorite gecko was. Yeah, this yeah, personal favorite. And this guy is honestly a whole mix of stuff. He's got some clown in there. He's got some blood, some inferno, and then um, shit, I forget what else. He's also oh, he jumped onto the cart. He's also. <laughs> So he's Hetford, Clips and Hetford Tremper, but this guy's just awesome. And he's changed. So initially, he was like bright, bright orange, bright, bright red, you know what I mean? And it changed so much into more of like deep, deep green colors and like almost maroons on his back. They're not even like reds anymore. They're like, like I said, maroon. It's just crazy looking. So that one, I think, is going to be really cool, crossed back to some other stuff. Very nice. I mean, Bubba, Bubba posts, he posts this one he's got quite regularly. It has to be one of the best. I don't know what, if you know what I'm talking about. It's like really purple. It's got like this half stripe. It's fire. I mean, I can't wait to see, see what, you, what you're going to do with them. I mean, I've got the clown I've got here in the UK, they're, they're, they're like rare. I mean, clowns are like rare. Um, and the one I got was okay, a, a decent clown, and um, even crossing her, the like you said, you never know what you're going to get with clowns. I mean, one day it's purple, then it's turning green, then you get in these burnt oranges. It's the one. It's the one gene I'd say or line. Um, you never know what you're going to get. Like if you oh. pair Mandarin to Tangerine to a man in Tangerine, you know you're going to get an orange animal. With your clown to clown. You can't say, oh, that's going to hatch stripey. That's going to hatch, you know You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, I've even, so one of my other favorite geckos, he's actually like my underdog clown. Because this dude doesn't even look like a clown at all. He just looks like a normal tangerine with some nice, like, green hues in him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. if I cross him back to some pure stuff, I have a feeling those other genes he has in him are just going to pop out like crazy and the color is just going to explode. Nice. Right, real quick. So, how many clowns have you got, Thomas? So, I have a 2.6. <laughs> Some serious damage, then. <laughs> I've got a 1.1 of the pure stuff, and then I have a 1.5 of the crosses. So this one is the one that I was telling you about. It's kind of like the underdog. You can tell it just looks like a normal tangerine with some green hues. But I have a feeling that when this one gets crossed back to some pure stuff, it'll look really, really crazy. 
believe it or not, sometimes the the, the rubbish and that's that going to sound really bad. Sometimes the not so good looking ones hatch out the fire, and sometimes the fire ones don't hatch out the fire. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Oh it's yeah, like, no. I've got some females. You look at you like, nah, she's nothing, but she produces incredible geckos. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And I have a feeling, honestly, that that's what's going to happen with that one because, like I said, it's got the characteristics. It just doesn't have the crazy patterning or anything. Oh wow, dude, that one. That's one of the my clown crosses. It was actually crossed to a blood. I mean, you can't see any blood there, but um, it's the lavenders. It's just oh, yeah, the lavenders and like yeah. And this one here, this is the this is the um. The clutch, mate, and you can see the blood in this one. Oh, man, these babies. They're finicky, man. Oh, yeah, you can definitely see the greens and the orange. Yeah, oh, I love Don't oh. guess me, I love them. <laughs> like I said, do you, man. Do you find they my... change a lot even because you've got, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you've got like sub-adults and adults. Do you, do you find that they still change? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. So I even have my smallest one is my pure pink. And when I got her, she was, you know, she's very vibrant, but she has changed so much, honestly, in the time that I've had her. I mean, her oranges have really come in and her greens and here, let me see. Yeah, this is the pure female. So this Ooh, is a nice. lineage. Oh, very nice. But she's changed so much. I mean, like I said, at first it was more of like purples and there were some oranges, but it hadn't really like come out yet. You know what I'm saying? And then she got like two sheds in with me, dude, and it completely changed to green with like vibrant, like magma colors going through her. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Very, very. I'm so looking forward to see what you do. You got, you guys are going to do some serious damage. I can, I can see it. Even on your page, I can see like you. You're taking your time with your pictures, and you know what I mean. You can little little things like that. You think they're they're gonna go really really far. When I, especially you got black knights as well now, haven't you? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> one second, I have to go run and grab one of those guys real quick. I'll be no right worries, back. no worries. We haven't got Jay watching, so <laughs> Junior. I am send. I am sending you and Thomas a Stonewash Cross male because obviously male you can pair it. It'll be good with like a Tangelo, um, various other tangent trampolines. So I'll definitely hook you guys up. I've got two here. I'm going to show off actually. Um, yeah, clowns are just unbelievable. I love them. I mean, this. The, this I don't know why this this purple one. Um, absolutely love it so i'm sure everybody knows what a black knight looks like obviously i mean are they they're white ain't they yeah, some, <laughs> yeah they look like normals <laughs> uh, but so my female my pure female that i have is super super finicky like won't let me hold her whatsoever and even when i'm in there to feed her she freaks out so i'm bringing out the male that my buddy Actually, this belongs to a good friend of mine. His name is Nick over at MV Geckos. Oh, yeah. And he let me borrow his male so that I could pair it to my pure female and to my het-free bold striped girl. Oh, that is so dark. Nice. But 
actually super, super calm. This guy will eat bugs like right out of your hands and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, super, super, super dark. Very nice. I, I'm assuming you're working on just Black Knight to Black Knight. You're not going to be crossing it to so, Cloud or anything, I guess. Um, I've had a lot of those, You thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I've had those questions. And to me, you know, I want to cross it to Clown just to see, you know, what it would do. But at the same time, I'm just like, is that going to completely wash out both traits of those genes? You know what I mean? And get almost like more of a normal looking gecko with maybe some like little bit of carroting on the tail or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to waste the project. You know what I mean? Like imagine like you got a fire black knight and a fire clown, you pair them together and you just get a bunch of normals. It's like, ah, <laughs> something like that for sure. But Junior said, let's show Black more love. So we'll show him some more love. <laughs> but um, my main projects, I would say, with the Black Knights are going to be, like I said, I'm going to be crossing him to the Bold Stripe Pet Free Female. Um, I'm going to be doing Max Snow Eclipse crosses, Super Snow crosses, Black Knight to Black Knight, obviously. So, But this year, my female, she hasn't really laid any good eggs for me and. I think it's because of shipping just when it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she's ovulating kind of during that time. So I only got one clutch out of her. And they weren't fertile, unfortunately. But, I mean, you know, I, next I, year. I, I'm, I'm, really, I am, I'm really good friends with Jay at Eco Geckos. And um, they do have their, obviously, their egg issues being a really infertile um not really for a really incest line. Uh, but like you said, with shippings and stuff, it, it, it could most probably be that. Uh, but Black Knight Super Snows, yeah. I, I've got a Black Knight Cross Super Snow, and it's quite dark. But when they yeah. when you hit them really dark, they're, they're incredible. And I'm assuming if you're going to put Eclipse in it as well, you get that panda look, don't you? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward, mate. I'm looking forward. Like, the, the, even the Black Knights you've got are, are, are stunning, absolutely stunning. I mean, for NV, you must have a really good relationship with NV to to sort of help each other out, sort of thing. Oh yeah, I mean, I've actually never met Nick in person yet, mm. but just talking to him, man, and getting to know him through Instagram and through the hobby, you know what I mean? He's been a great friend to me, and he's really helped me out a lot. So I would definitely recommend Nick. If anyone's looking to get some awesome clowns or some awesome tremper stuff here in the United States, Nick's definitely got a lot of good stuff, for sure. Definitely. He posted a uh, African fat towel. I think it was yesterday. It was like... Oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, geez, that, that thing's crazy. I'm not an African fat tail guy either. And I saw that and I was just like, wow. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm there with you. I'm not really an African fat tail guy either. But at the same time, I've like, I really kind of wanted to venture out into that a little bit. You know what I mean? And kind of see. But I've also heard that genetically, they're a lot more complicated than less. Oh, I didn't mean to pause it. But genetically, there are a lot more leopard geckos because I've heard that there's some morphs that you simply just, like, can't cross to each other. I guess it's similar to, like, Enigma and, you know, yeah. white syndrome, but I just I don't think, understand. I think with fat tails, they've got a gene with, I don't know if you're familiar with Lily White and Christy. Uh, if you pair Lily White to Lily White, it's fatal. It, it, everything dies. And I think with African fat tails, they have white out. 
And from what yeah. I'm aware, white out to white out is 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 no good. Um, so yeah, you 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 are you are, you are right. Um, but I, I did have a fat tail. But I just I just found them a bit boring. If I'm if I'm honest, if I'm if I'm totally honest, I found I just found them a bit a bit boring. Um, even the cresties, the, Leos are superior to me. Leos Leos are the way forward, but. Do you, do you keep any other geckos or anything, Thomas? Do you keep other, Do you keep cresties or any apart from the frogs? So actually, um, I used to have crested geckos. I used to have Amazon tree boas, all kinds of stuff. But I really downsized so that I could invest heavily in my geckos for the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the only species that I keep now besides leopard geckos is going to be Central American banded geckos. Very nice. Uh, how do you, how are they like to, to, to own? Are they very similar to Leo's? Like, do you keep them in a rack with your Leo's or? So those guys, I actually have them in a tub because, so they need a little bit more humidity than leopard geckos do. So you need to do kind of like an ABG sand mix with those guys. And then I keep them in a tub that's just ventilated a big, like, sterilite, you know what I mean, over a heat mat on a thermostat. And those guys seem to thrive in there. But I do lots of, like, little burrows for them with, like, cork bark and stuff like that. And you really almost never see them, to be honest. But they're super, super cool little geckos because, in my opinion, they're like little mini leopard geckos that like the rainforest, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's Steve, Steve Skye's website. I saw he had some of them. Um, yeah, cool, cool, cool little little reptiles. Um, we've got another question in. It's, it's actually quite an interesting one. Considering you've worked with reptiles before and um, for a while and stuff, so you should, this would be quite a good question. Someone put tubs versus bavarians. So I'll, I'll let you go first, then I'll, I'll put my input. So, yeah, go on. Go, you take it away. <laughs> That's a very controversial subject, I think, within the community as a whole. Mm. But you know, for breeders, obviously, the reason we keep our animals in a rack system is for efficiency. You know what I mean? We're housing multiple animals. We're, n we're not going to be using multiple sources, like multiple heat pads, things like that. You're going to have like a rack system, you know what I mean, with belly heat or however it's heated. But so my main answer for that is like, if you're breeding, obviously, you know, you're going to want a rack system for the efficiency of it and to be able to house that number of hatchlings when they start coming out or things like that. But in my opinion, you should always try to provide the best care for your animals, whether that's giving them a vivarium, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or massive tub that they get to hang out in, even as breeders, you know what I'm saying? You should still strive to make them as comfortable as they can be. Yeah, def definitely. I mean, if you, it, what Thomas said is spot on. The reason why we keep them in a racking system is literally efficiency, space, quarantining, and we can keep tabs on them eating and things like that. It's where a lot of the time, if you if you put a bowl of mealworms in a vivarium, they escape, go into the substrate, and you don't know how many your 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 Leo's eating. But what I will say is is um, I see a lot of debate, especially on Facebook. It's like, uh, oh, in a vivarium, you, you, a gecko will will display more of a natural behavior and I, I say yes that's right but with a vivarium uh they're, they're more of a display so you will sit there and look into it so with a tub you're probably very unlikely to sit there and look into a tub like this but my my opinion is is if you had a vivarium and a tub next to each other and they, they would be doing the exact same thing um 
But what I, what I will say is, if you can supply the variants 100%, we're lucky that Leos do very, 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 very well in tub setups. Um, I'm pretty sure there's other geckos that don't do so, so good in tubs. I mean, always try and supply the best you can. So if you've got a tub, even maybe I saw Junior, but even some foliage in there, maybe a bark, try and make it, you know, a little bit better than just uh, a cave, <laughs> paper towel, bowl of water. Um, oh, yeah. And I've even seen the geckos use, you know what I mean, cork bark or like some of the hides, I don't know if you've seen, but on my page, I 3D print like leopard gecko hides and stuff oh, and wow. them with some texture on them so that the geckos, when they're shedding, they can use it to rub can... up, up yeah. pull the off, stuff like that, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's, it's, one, of those, it's one of those questions I hate answering because the... Y y y it, 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 there's two sides to that. Do you know what I mean? To that question, and yeah, we're just lucky with Leos. They they just do super super well in, in in tubs. But if you could, if you, if I could give every single gecko a vivarium, I would a hundred percent. Oh yeah, most definitely. I think that's the dream for every reptile owner is to have a huge room with all of our animals on display, right? Hundred percent, like that, that. Those dark frogs. They when you're gonna. I bet there's gonna be loads of them. You're gonna have more and more. That looks so nice. Is it all like live planted? I guess. Oh yeah. So I've got a bunch of like bromeliads over here in this area. It's kind of hard to see, but right there. And then I've got some like pink earth stars up there. I've got some margravia. Some. Um, oh my god, wandering or is I think it's creeping fig or something like that. And then I've got some ivy down here. I've got some rabbit's foot ferns, a bunch of stuff in there. Do you and then... find even the plant side of things very satisfying? Because when I had it, I had a few bromelades and they used to, I can't remember what it's called. They were like, they were, they were like throw off an arm and another bromelade would, would uh, I used to find that so satisfying in itself. It's so cool too, because you can cut it right there once it throws off that other baby, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you it into your background and then you just have it grown out of the out of the background you know what i mean yeah even like little things like watching the cleanup crew I, i'm probably just i'll probably sound like some weirdo but even just watching the cleanup crew your your isopods your springtails moving around it just it's like a little you, you got a little piece of like a forest in your in your room oh yeah no definitely and that's what i love about it too man is because you look in here and like you said you see the isopods running around you see mm. spring on pieces of moss jumping around you know what i mean and then you see the frogs doing their thing or if you throw uh flies in there they're eating them stuff like that you know what i mean it's satisfying as anything how, oh, what, how, what, what would you say is your most joy in with, with with leopard geckos at the moment what would you what do you really enjoy about it as in as in a hobby sort of thing I would say the people, honestly, I've made some really, really good friends in the community and like getting to talk to people like, for example, man, I'm sitting here on a live with you and I've never met someone from the United Kingdom before. So that's a first for me right there. You know what I mean? That's kind of cool. But just getting to know all the different people and making all kinds of friends, you know what I mean? And talking to all these people and seeing all the beautiful animals that everybody produces. I mean, yeah. it's just a beautiful hobby to be in.
Yeah, I, I, it's, I see it as living art. And I mean, you do hear, I don't know whether you've come across any sort of negativity in the hobby. I know it's a very, it can be a very tough hobby to get into as a, a newcomer or someone who, I mean, there's loads of people that have worked with reptiles, but they took the leap to have like a, a page dedicated to Leos and this, Daniel. Have you ever, have you ever come across any sort of, I suppose you have any sort of negativity or... Personally, I've never really kind of experienced any negativity with anyone. Everybody's always been really cool with me. Um, but I've heard stories, you know what I'm saying, about like, you know, some of the older breeders that are more well-known and more seasoned in the hobby that have been around for a decade or so, you know what I mean? I've yeah. heard of those guys being just nasty to people, man, and it's just... There's no room for that in the hobby, you know what I mean? It's such an inviting and, like, like I said, a beautiful and happy, like, hobby to be involved in that everybody should be a lot more welcoming and more giving with the knowledge, you know what I mean? Because, like, for example, we have someone in here in the live that just asked, is it okay if I only feed my Leo mealworms? Something like that right there, you know what I mean? you can ask the wrong kind of person and they're just going to ignore you or give you some snotty remark back. But to answer your question, I would say variety is the spice of life. So you should do dubias, mealworms, crickets, um, waxworms, hornworms on the occasion, whatever you can feed them. 100%. Just if, consider it as, um, it, would you eat a cheeseburger every day for the rest of your life? So it's the same with reptiles. It Spice it up. Uh, I know a lot of people, oh, we hate crickets. Uh, like you said, dubious. Over here in Europe, we have locusts. Um, but yeah, variety is the key and uh, your, your, your animals will be happy for it. And also, give your insects a good gut load. I mean, I see so many people ruin their insects too, where they've got like four carrots they've shredded it and they've thrown it in this little box of mealworms i'm like no he's gonna they're gonna mold uh, but yeah good good gut load don't give them too much you're better off giving them less let them finish it add more um, oh, yeah. do you got do you um use a good gut load with your like, in, in, in over here in europe we do all like uh, sweet potato and stuff i don't know whether you guys have a a powder or mine they're called jelly pots and they're like these little jello shots for insects. Oh I yeah. Put those in there and my insects chow down on those. And then every now and then I'll put like a potato or maybe like a carrot just for like more of the texture aspect of it. You know what I mean? Definitely. But my insects always seem nice and fat when I feed my bugs or when I feed my reptiles. So I've also noticed in America, you'll be able to uh, answer, answer me this. Um, you guys seem to have like a really hard time getting live food. Like I see those people like, oh, we have to drive to Rainbow Mealworms to get. I mean, in the UK, I know we're so small. If I order mealworms today, I'm going to get them tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? I know in America, you, a lot of people are like, oh, we've got to go and get them. Or, oh, we're not going to get our food till next week. I mean, it's sat I was talking to my friend Jay. He's opened up his live food store. And I'm like, we're lucky. We get them next day. Um, is that a thing to you guys? Is it hard getting live food? So I would say for me, it isn't just because not a lot of people know this, but I actually used to work at multiple pet stores here in town. So I always, you know, just go to the pet store and go grab whatever I need. Um, and they give me a good bulk discount being, you know, that I used to work there still. So I don't have to order online or anything like that. I just pay, you know, what they pay. Um, but 
for some people, I know like Junior, for example, he lives in Colorado and Junior is about an hour away from like a pet store, you know what I mean? So he orders his bugs every week and sometimes when the orders get messed up, he's literally out for a good week or two just because he can't get to the pet store in time between work and things like that, you know what I'm saying? So I think if we had more bug like courier services or however you want to say it, you know what I mean, here in the U.S., that it would definitely be beneficial. Definitely. I, I mean, I, I see somebody's story. I can't remember who it was. They were like, oh, uh, my order didn't come or it came dead and I've got to wait a week now till I can go and get more. I'm like, what? 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 I, I suppose America's so big. I mean, in the UK, we can travel from the very bottom to the top in 12 hours. Um, I see you guys like meet each other and it's like a five hour drive and you guys are like, it's like nothing. Over here, a two hour drive, you're like, <laughs> And I mean, just to get to the next city here, I mean, to get to Phoenix, it's two hours, you know what I'm saying? So. Jesus, that's crazy. It's so it's so big. I, I've gone to America quite a few times in Orlando. I, I love I love it there, but I don't understand how your states work. It's all it's too much going on in America. <laughs> um, I think we had a question actually. Um, oh, Peter, at one at one point at the start of COVID, you would order from Rainbow, and it would take two weeks. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, Pete is, is is an American who's moved to the UK now, and I met him at the show. Oh, wow. um, so yeah, how you in the UK is easy, isn't it, Peter? You order one, you order today, it comes tomorrow. If it doesn't come tomorrow, you make a huge complaint. They're like, so so sorry. <laughs> That's honestly so cool because here, I mean, like I said, sometimes it can be weeks. Mm. But you're lucky you got contacts as well because obviously you're you're fairly close in reptile shops. You can always run in there quickly, I guess, and always able to have something. You know what I mean? You, you, you might they might might not have mealworms or morios, but you'll be able to get something to feed them: crickets, dubias. Definitely, and not only that, but I feel like Arizona specifically, we have a very big reptile community. You know what I mean? So there's always someone that's breeding dubias or has like a colony of superworms or mealworms that I can, you know, just hit up on Facebook and go and pick up from. Definitely. Definitely. We have a question here. Um, someone's put, what's the best way to learn genetics? I, I'd say personally experience. That's the best way to learn genetics. Um, but I'd say your Sosobex YouTube videos, uh, Gecko Boa's website, um, I mean, I've been doing this since 2016 and I'm still baffled with a lot of genetics. I mean, you start off with your learning your eclipses and your trembers and your raptors and your bells. And then from there, you still your progress onto your, maybe your MPs, your super platinums. But I'd say those websites are the best. Um, there's loads of good YouTube videos, but I'd say the best way to learn is getting your hands, get yourself some, be simple, say, okay. I like Mac Trempers. I'm going to work with just Mac Trempers. Maybe throw a head eclipse in there so you can be like, oh, I've got a Mac Raptor. Uh, but I'd say get stuck in. That's the best way to learn. And talk to people, like Thomas said earlier. Just just speak like even myself. Oh, hi, I really like that gecko. How do you make that? And just talk to people. Um, what's your take, Thomas? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, 
I'm 100% with you there. Whenever somebody that's new is asking me, you know, how to initially understand genetics, I always send them to Gecko Boa's genetic page, you know what I mean? And them kind of look at that because obviously you're not going to understand everything right away, but that kind of gives you a basic overview of how some stuff works, what makes what, you know what I mean? And like you said, over time, the knowledge kind of retains and it soaks up and you just pick it up as you go. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I mean, I remember Definitely. being, when I first started, I remember being like, oh my God, I, this it's not going in. It just isn't going in. But eventually it does. And like like you say, Gecko Bird's website, he breaks down the dominance, the co-dominance, what polygenic, polygenic means, what does line breed mean, what does recessive mean. So that's a really, really good start. Um, is Gecko Boa's site and Sosobek he actually does a I think it's a genetic video I remember I watched it years ago and he just breaks down it's still you will be watching it going this is too much but you will eventually you will, oh, get, yeah. you will get it definitely and I would say one of the biggest things that helped me was you know when I first started um, like trying to get serious about this I almost in a way kind of like tried to force myself to learn like as much like to do as much research like I'd be up until three in the morning looking up this stuff, you know what I mean, just trying to soak much of it in as I could. And I kind of realized that I just wasn't retaining as much of it as I like, would have wanted to be you know what I mean. So once I started just kind of asking the questions and just kind of letting the information come to me as like I had those questions arise, you know what I mean? And asking like the other breeders and stuff, that's when it really kind of got like more solidified for me because they could also break it down to me in a way that I could better understand too. You know what I mean? Yeah, de de definitely. I, I remember when I used to, I'd, I'd hatch out something and uh, it'd be from like a Max Snow and I, I'd Google the pairing and I, I'd make, I'd see if they look familiar. Do you know, little things like that. I, I would say definitely once you get into it and talk to some people like myself and even Thomas, we can all help. And like if someone asked me something and I don't know, I will say, I, 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 I don't know. But yeah, Gecko Boa's website, um, YouTube videos, you can message people like us, we're happy to help. Um, but yeah, get, get stuck in, don't be scared. I always say to newcomers, work with what you want, what you like. If you don't go crazy, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy copper, I'm going to buy red diamond, because next thing you know, you've got too much going on. I say, if you really like tangerines, like a Pacific line, like electric, get yourself two females a male work on that and then maybe throw something else in there maybe throw a max snow in there to see if you can get some creamsicles or something but um yeah it, it, it will cut it will come to you i mean even clown clowns a different level <laughs> you, oh yeah no, like, what <laughs> definitely and one thing you know um someone just commented on here saying that they found research was key but also visibly seeing the genetics hatch mm. massive helped that's another thing too is when it's like right there before your eyes you know what i mean you can yeah. kind of it just it's more like hands-on learning in a sense you know what i mean it really helps the information kind of retain and also it helps you kind of figure certain things out through like a process of elimination you know what i mean definitely man definitely when you hatch it you can actually you can actually see do you know what i mean so what james said is is absolutely spot on um there's another question i think we answered it what is your focus with the black knights you want to 
obviously produce black knights i'm assuming uh, has your black knights got any sort of patterning are they, are they solid black i mean in the in the video i think they look jet black so i mean it's kind of hard to tell i don't know if you can see a little bit of the pattern on this guy but oh, he's got a i like bit that though i like that it's like gold yeah yeah definitely and like i said you know this one's not mine this belongs to a good buddy of mine nick but my female looks exactly like that. I mean, like I said, they're they're spitting image of each other. So pairing them to each other, I was really hoping for some dark babies. You know what I mean? Yeah. That didn't pan out this this year. So next year we'll give it a go again. But um, yeah, no, these guys they've got a little bit of pattern on them. But I am still looking to source more black knights for the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I do on getting some all black ones when I can get my hands on them. You know what I mean? I have to sort you out with Jay, Eco Geckos. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I'll sort something out. His crosses are coming out jet as well. I mean, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do. You're going you're gonna to be crossing it into super snows and other snows, I guess, and maybe. Yeah, and I, I also plan to cross it into bold stripe. And then when the time is right, I want to do the black and purple head because i have a feeling being that purple head is more of like a hypo dominant tangerine line you know what i mean yeah. that night goes in there should be able to kind of over and really darken things up kind of like those um black bloods that you've been seeing that are like they're you could tell that they have some black knight lineage in them because of how dark they are but they're more of like a burnt like really orange and red color yeah, I know. I, I saw one the other day. It was like, um, it was. I think it was in Japan. It was like almost like a the whole body was like a brown, but the tail was red. And I was like, "What the hell? That's fire!" Oh yeah, definitely. Even some of the Black Knight albino stuff, dude. Oh yeah, is that one of your stone washes? That's the stone wash cross. Yeah, you're gonna have to get some of those down here to us in the US. Dude, Junior's on my case, so I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's he's really nice, beautiful. And here's here's the, the uh, clutch, mate. He's not as nice, but you can see the influences there. It's one of those lines. It, it, they get better with age. Oh yeah, you can still see the stone washing. You, you can you can see it for sure. Um, but it's, it's it's almost like Black Knight how it works. I mean. You can hatch with black knights. You can hatch one that looks normal. Give it two months, it's a black animal. Or you can have one hatch black, and then two months, it's, it's like a normal. Um, oh, definitely. Definitely. Can't I, wait for blurple heads. Is that a is that a mistype, or is that you actually want them to be blue? <laughs> I, I guess that's what Greg says they're going to come out looking like. So hopefully, <laughs> you know, we get some blue. Black Knight purple head crosses out of them. Have you have to, have you got much experience? Because in, in the UK, I mean, I know there's one guy with purple heads. Um, is it more of a as a hat? From the pictures I've seen, it seems like as a hatching that the head is like purple and they have like purple bands, and as they grow, it sort of disappears. Is that is 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 that correct or or? But in pictures, you ca I can't see the, obviously how they actually look. I don't know physically. Is there so, there? 
as babies, they hatch out like very, 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 very lavender, I would say, more so than anything, right? And that's where they get their name Purplehead. Mm. But as they grow older, I know that like for mine and Junior specifically, ours came from um, the like older generation of Purpleheads, which are more of like the red line, you know what I mean? That's starting to release now. And with those ones, I mean, dude, yesterday I picked up my purple head girl and she's on her nose and in the middle of her head, like going up, you can just see like purple stripes almost going through. And they really do have like a deep purple undertone mixed with, cause like I said, you know what I mean? As they change over time, those oranges get like more vibrant, you know what I mean? Mm. And then the purple bleeds through the orange and it really just, it looks so cool. Almost, I'm assuming almost like a stone washing, but purple, like it bleeds underneath that color, like it's trying to come through. Um, Definitely. Uh, 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 uh. So, what is, what is your? Uh, you might have actually said already. So, what is your plan with the purple head? Is it going to be purple head to purple head? Is it going to be? Because I'd be interested to see purple clown, purple head cross to a clown. So, Junior, that's something that him and I have already been working on. He got the jump on it this year, so that way we could get started for the second generation next year. Mm. He did his pure clown from John to his pure purple head from John. Um, and then, obviously, he got his crosses. And what we're going to do with those is we're going to take one of the crosses back, blast it either back to clown or to purple head, and then just keep going from there, you know what I mean? But that's what my main um, plans with the purple head is going to be. Is she's going to be getting crossed to the clowns. And then over time, if I, like, say – one year, I'm just like, all right, I don't need to make purple head clown crosses. Then I'm gonna start the black knight cross. You know what I mean? Very nice. I mean, I, I, I I'm a, I love crossing lines. I, I just, I love it. I mean, with the clowns, I, I almost feel like they look better almost when they, when they cross. I know Bubba as well. He's like the power is in the crosses. Um, and yeah. it's that cross that we were talking about that Bubba has. Not many people know this, dude, but that gecko was for sale at one time. That, that gecko was for sale at one time, and I don't know why, but no one bid on it. You know what I mean? And was that it, did one, it still look good when he was young as well? You could tell what it was. You could tell the potential that it's he had. Potential. Yeah. It, that's just one of those things, though. The things like that happen. I mean, the uh, Stonewash Cross that I showed you, I actually had him listed for about a week, and I was Snapchat, and I was like... I'll keep him then. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know why Bubba posted that one for sale because that one is just insane looking, you know what I mean? But like I said, he had it for, I think it was like 850 US dollars and no one bid on it and he's got it now, so. Yeah, he's, that's, that's, that gecko's incredible. I, I, I always click on his page just to have another look at it. I love, I love that gecko. If I hatch anything like that, I'll be... Oh, I know. Super happy. But that's the thing with clowns. Clowns is a result of so much crossing and so much, like, they originated from a raptor, for example. So you never know what you're going to get. And, like, the ones you got, I mean, you, you, you're you laughing over there. You, you've got a big old tub full of them. Like, come on. <laughs> there's, a, there's me trying to source them over here. It's like gold dust. And there's you just sitting on a mansion of them. <laughs> I this guy away real quick and then i'll show you the whole tub full of clowns no worries no worries i'll be right back
Let me get a crusty. So it might be a little hard because they've been in here for the majority of the life, but let's see. Ooh, we got some crusty gecko action going. That's that's for Junior. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 winning next season. You're winning. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, winning. You must be stoked. Oh, yeah. I'm super, super excited just because I know that these guys, they've got loads of potential. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want you to mention any money, but did you invest heavily into it? Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. To say the least, I don't have a savings account anymore, but... I'm happy with what I've got, you know what I mean? And in all reality, my geckos bring me happiness. And it's not necessarily about the money, but I know that in the future, they'll pay for themselves eventually, you know what I mean? So it's just, I love it. So why not put the money into something that I love rather than letting it sit somewhere where it's not doing anything, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like we had the conversation the other day with the marine tank. We could spend $300 on a coral and, like you said, just wither <laughs> away in front of you. At least with a gecko, you, you're going to get a few years out of it. You know, At, at least. It's, it, 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 I know a lot of people don't like to hear the money side of things and whatnot, but doesn't anyone, anyone want to strive to do this for the rest of their life? Most definitely. I think that's every every hobbyist's dream is to eventually turn this into their business their livelihood and what they do every single day i mean look at bubba for example he's so blessed to be able to wake up every morning walk into his living room and there he is at work with all of his animals you know what i mean and he goes to bed at the end of the day with all those animals too you know what Wait, i'm saying stop. Back to back, back at it. Yeah, that, that's what I, I, that's what I would strive to be. And I know a lot of people like, oh, they're worried about people saying, oh, am I in it for the money? I mean, as long as you're breeding healthy animals and you're doing it the right way, um, wouldn't we all want to do this the rest of our lives? Do you know what I mean? And Eco Geckos, you're in this chat. I need you to send Thomas a fire black knight. <laughs> I'm just going to put this guy away. <laughs> But yeah, no, definitely, man, definitely. It's all about doing it the right way, ethic, ethically, um, all, all that stuff. They're, at the end of the day, they're, they're animals, they're our pets first. Um, yeah. Well, and that, that's the main thing with it, you know what I mean? Is we essentially control these guys' lives. So if, we're, mm. if we have that much power over them, we need to make sure that we're taking the absolute best care possible of them whether it's, you know what I mean, giving them the best feeders that they can have, providing them the best living environments, you know what I mean, enrichment, yeah. all that good stuff. Um, and another thing that we were talking about, shoot, my mind just lost its train of thought, but um, the the money aspect of it, or like wanting to do it for the rest of our lives, right? My biggest thing working at a pet store was, you know, you're working under someone, right? So if you 
be something that you want to change necessarily, you have to go to that overhead first before you can just do what's right, if that makes sense. And being someone that's so involved in the hobby and so, you know, like having animals of my own and like, like I said, this is my life, my livelihood. I mean, this is what brings me happiness and joy at the end of the day. Um, with that being said, you know what I mean? At work, you also want to provide that for those animals because it gives you kind of like satisfaction feeling knowing that you're doing a good job taking care of them and things like that and you know what I mean like I said working under someone you can't necessarily always do what's right because those people might be focused more so on the cost side of things whereas if you know they need it they need it you know what I mean yeah there's too many people out there it's like oh this gecko is not very well anymore oh let's dispose of it because they are quite cheap. If you actually think about it, the, the, the animals are fairly cheap. They're easy to look after. I mean, five, $5, $10, you can get a whole setup for them, tub, heat mat and everything. So I, I hate that people dispose of them really quickly. Like these are, like, you know what I mean? They're living, breathing. Like you said, don't want to act like we're God, but, we we are keeping them alive. You're the person that wakes up every morning. I mean, I, I, I used to, last year, I used to suffer really badly from anxiety. And sometimes I didn't want to get out of bed. And those animals, they kept, they made, I had to get up. I had to go and feed them. I had to water them. I had to clean them. So I was like, they're an escape. And I know a lot of people in this hobby do use them as an escape as well. No, definitely, man, definitely. And, you know, it's a lot more common for people to have, like, anxiety and depression than a lot of people think, you know what I mean? And, like, for us, like you just said, this is, like, our release. I know for me, at the end of the day, my routine is every night, once I'm done with work, you know what I mean, once my girlfriend's asleep and once, like, the house is all calm, that's my time to go and, you know, unwind myself and play with my geckos and take care of them and clean out tubs. And, you know what I mean? Just kind of do all that. That really is like that last couple hours at the end of the day is what brings me the most joy because it's just me kind of interacting with the things that I like. You know what I mean? There's nothing really else on your mind. You're just kind of hanging out with geckos. A hundred percent. I Sometimes I find when I'm in my reptile room, I'm like... I say to my girlfriend all the time, my girlfriend loves them, as in she likes looking at them. Like, if I hatch them, she'd be like, oh, that's that's a beautiful gecko. But if I say mm -hmm. to her, hold it, she's not, like, not interested. But um, I always say to her, I, I've, got, I've got so much love to give in this hobby that I just I need, just need people to talk to. It's like uh, my friends, they're like, you're still breeding them bloody things. What, they're like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. What are you doing with them? <laughs> but, yeah, I find them they're like, like my escape. They're like my escape. For sure. Most definitely, man. And like you said, I mean, there like there really is so much love to give into the hobby. And you can see throughout the other people, you know what I mean? The passion, <laughs> the excitement. It's more than just keeping reptiles for a lot of people. It's a lifestyle, you know what I mean? And you, like you said, it's a way of therapy for some people, stuff like that. So, yeah. And in this in this hobby as well, I've I've found I've met better friends in this hobby than I have. I mean, I do have some really close brothers, don't get me wrong, that have been for everything with me. But I've got a lot of friends in this hobby that are like, you know, I could ring up, for example, Jay Eco. If I if I got kicked out tonight, I could ring him up and be like, bro, can I come over? And he's like, say no more. Kettle's on. Two sugars. Little splash of milk in your tea. <laughs> and same with you and Junior. You and Junior got his like unbreakable bond. 
Oh, yeah. And I, and I was just about to say that it, it's like the same dynamic with me and Junior. You know what I mean? Like, he's the first, you know, obviously, I've got friends here within my community in Tucson and, you know, in other states and stuff. But like Junior, for example, like you said, I mean, he took the time to come all the way from Colorado just to come visit me just because, you know what I mean? Just because mm. he wanted to see what's up. And Junior's offered multiple times, like, dude, because like I said, I didn't really enjoy working at the pet store for the reasons, you know, that I stated. And Junior's like, dude, come out to Colorado, come stay with me. We'll do construction together, stuff like that. You know what I mean? And he's always been kind of just like, I got your back. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's all, there's a lot more of those kinds of friends here in the hobby than just Junior. You know what I mean? Like Bubba has been really supportive. Nick over at Envy Geckos, um, a, f a bunch of my friends, man. Even I've got local friends here in Tucson that still, you know what I mean? They're very supportive and would do a lot for me, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he's watching right now, but my buddy Roman, that his page is Roman's Reptiles. He, man, I mean, that guy, he builds all the dart frog tanks with me and stuff. And he's definitely a really, really good friend. There's been times where I've been, like, at work and I couldn't, like, get lunch or something just because it was so busy. And this dude brought me a steak from freaking Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> and, like, I was like, what? You know what I mean? Like That was a brother for life moment. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. He was up was it medium rare, too? <laughs> it, was, it was so warm. I've never heard of such thing. I just imagine working at a builder's site as someone just, your boy comes and brings you a steak. I'll Literally, be like, come dude. here, man. <laughs> That's exactly what. So, what is there a line you really, really, or like, it might be something you see, like I know a lot of people in America really like the look of the red devil. Is there a line you really, really want to work with? You might not necessarily know much about the line, but is there something you've heard of seen and you're like, I, I would love to work with that one day? Cool. I mean, <laughs> it's like Chloe's copper stuff. I've seen yeah. a lot copper stuff and that i just love the vibrant orange that it brings it's almost like you said kind of like red diamond you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. obviously different but i like that color contrast that it has and i would definitely like to start working with more of those like lines you know what i mean and even stonewash too stonewash you know we were talking about it that one in my opinion is a very overlooked line in the leopard gecko hobby and didn't get enough of the recognition you know what i mean um, and I think that's just why it's not very popular here in the U.S. Yeah, dude. Like that stuff right there. Mm-hmm. We need you some can of imagine that. how it looks in person. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see them, too, here in a couple of weeks when they start to even get more of, like, the pattern and the coloring yeah. in, too. Definitely, man. Definitely. I'm going to have to send you guys some over. I mean, it's it's shocking that you Americans haven't got any, considering JMG is in America. But, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Okay, what is this Red Devil? First, I heard of it, LOL. Yeah. So, Stephen, yeah, I... Red Devil, I believe, and I don't know how it's been done, um, I believe it is a um, stonewash bell. So, what I've told, what I was told, um so I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about that because of, you know, Stonewash is a line of Tremper. So how is it? It might not even work with another albino. So 
I don't know how it's been put into Bell. Um, it's like, su like super giant Bell. I'm not saying it's not a thing. I'm not saying that. I'm just in my head, just doing my wizardry, thinking. So giant originated from Tremper. So how was that? Do you know what I mean? How's that been put into Bell? But I'm not. I'm pretty sure it got crossed to Bell and Lion Bread and whatnot. But with the Red Devil, I'm not too sure how I feel about that sort of thing. Um, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it'll be like saying Blizzard Black Knight. <laughs> I know you can cross them, but you, you, yeah, you, you, you know what I'm saying. But I'm gonna have to. I will say. I know I'm gonna have to. Junior's on my case. He even put a story up today saying you keep leaving me on red about these stonewash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it would definitely be cool to get some stonewash out here for sure. Um, just because, like I said, it's not really worked with. And another thing, too, is like there I feel like there's so much here that we could cross the stonewash with to like get even more of that like washed out kind of look from it you know what I mean definitely definitely it's like we're, it, stonewash works very very well with copper because of like like we just said copper has like this unique look where it's very much orange and you get like these uh like a gray band in and to, I have crossed stonewash to copper and um the results have been been really really good um yeah so you, you got your eye on it you know your stuff already come on <laughs> <laughs> so uh what would you really like to work with i guess we just mentioned that you really would really like to work with the copper wouldn't you yeah i would say the copper i don't know why but i've just really really gravitated towards those guys and i like the like i said i like the contrast that comes with that morph you know what i mean i think it's really really cool looking and also even though red diamonds heavily available here in the u.s too even though they're pricey but i would really like to work with red diamond too just because i like i said i like that contrast that you get from them and in my opinion, you know, when I like, for example, the Tremper group that I sourced for this next year, the big majority of them are still over at Aaron's house. Uh, the guy that you did the live with yesterday, uh, seen as book reptile or reptilia. But um, I, ha I think I have like five or six geckos over at his house still. But those guys, you can even ask him. I mean, when I was picking them out, I was like, I want like all the high contrast like the really funky looking stuff you know what i mean yeah. and yeah even bubba you know what i mean he'll tell you when i was picking out my clowns i kind of had a certain phenotype in mind you know what i mean i wanted the kind of like funky striped pattern so that way hopefully you know like we said clowns they're an eight ball you never know what you're gonna get with those guys but yeah. with them, um i'm kind of hoping that next that same phenotype will kind of follow into the rest of my animals you, you you're definitely gonna have your own unique on things like your own take on things you know a lot of people have like if you show someone a gecko they'll be like oh that's from that's from thomas or that's from george you want to put your own stamp on things you got your own look so yeah people that haven't tuned in yet this is my copper cross i'm definitely keeping that one's beautiful oh yeah you showed us you showed me that one at the beginning yeah Awesome. I like the like pastel stripe that it has going down the back. Oh, it's, just, it's just so unique. The lavenders as well. Um, yeah. Was, was, this is the thing with this line. This line is super funky, you know. And if you pair it to 
uh, G&T, uh, Green Line, things like that. The stuff that comes out is super special. Um, I'm buzzing. You're going to have to send me some of your stuff. I need Bubba to send me that one gecko that we keep talking about. I need that gecko, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. Junior, mine, you mean. But that's what I was going to tell you is, so, like, with that underdog gecko that I have, the reason that I'm, like, super, super excited to take that one back to Clown is because it's got blood in it, Pacific Green, Inferno, and Clown all mixed in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, now if you just bump that Clown lineage back up a little bit, that it's just going to, it'll be something similar to that dark green male that I have. Definitely, definitely. Well, has anyone got any anyone got any questions for us? Junior, you can have whatever you want. I need you to send me a video of you on that horse, butt naked. You can have anything, whatever you want. Send me a video. <laughs> Let's go, champ. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that picture he sent me with that horse, it was, it was first thing in the morning. I woke up, I was like, saw that and I was laughing my nuts off. I was like, what the hell? And you can see him, he's proper into it like this. Like, he means that horse, you know what I mean? Oh, he's yeah. Like, you know he was like that. <laughs> he was getting it for sure. Oh, jeez. Oh, he makes me laugh, man. That 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 junior makes me laugh. But if Bob is still in here, that magma line, what, what, what is the, what's behind that? I love how that looks. That's Let's that make it happen. <laughs> One comment I wanted to make too about Bubba's stuff is I don't know if you've noticed, but Bubba's clown crosses, even you know, even though there's other people doing the same cross, in my opinion, nobody, and I mean nobody, they didn't come out as vibrant as Bubba's. His just they had a whole different like color tone to them, in my opinion. And like like I said, there was other people that did that same Clown Inferno cross, but Bubba's, dude, I'm telling you, they just... Camera doesn't give guys justice. Even, like, let's see, this one right here. So this one was a very limited pairing from Bubba, and it was actually supposed to be a boy. So this one was from his gecko, um, Jude. This one's Jude's daughter. Very nice. Very, very nice. It's got like four different... They're just built differently, aren't they? They're just built differently. Just a little bit. Even the structure on them, because of... I know I don't know whether in the USA, but in the UK, the G Project and a lot of those sort of old school lines are very incest. A lot of mother and son, and because obviously we, we haven't got them relatively available here, so... You well, know, like with clowns, our clowns, they do seem a bit smaller than your normal leopard gecko, almost like an Afghan or a black knight. You know, because of the the um, incestory, it, they're a little bit smaller. But those ones there, you can see they've got some uh, some meat to it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, with Bubba's too, one thing that like his, man, they're just pigs. I can put as many... <laughs> fill the bowl with dubias and they'll clear them out and even i was telling him when i first got them you know what i mean you can tell that they're gonna be some big geckos i already have one in there the first female um the first striped female that i showed she's already 53 grams and she's four months old i think like, giant clown there <laughs> yeah. 
like she's already 53 grams and i don't know how but she's massive i so. think if you if you give love and care to the animals like even if you just like go a little bit step far with it like like i said put some foliage in the tubs i know there's a guy in the group called magic i've just had two geckos off of him and they mm -hmm. done we got them imported and they, they was in transit for almost a week the moment i got them out i mean i i used to i used to run a courier service in the uk so i used to drive to everyone's house pick up geckos drop them off and everything so i know a lot of the time when an animal gets delivered they don't really want to eat for a week or so you know new smells they're stressed out they have they're probably a little bit dehydrated but with magic they were eating. I remember texting. I went, "This female, I, I, she will eat fifteen Morio worms, which is super worms to you guys." If I wanted to, he was like, "Yeah, she's a pig. Don't, don't give her any more. Don't give her any more." <laughs> and I think if you could give animals love and care, it shines through. And with Bubba, you can see all his vivariums. You can see like he, you can see how he treats his animals, and I think it shows in the product. You know, like um, it, if, if you had two eggs, if this had a, a two copper pairings and the two eggs, I gave one to Bubba. And I gave one to somebody else who doesn't care for it. You will, even though they're from the same parent, you will see a difference due to it just being loved. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, you know, not only that, but like you said, you know, I mean, genetics have a big thing to do with it because with you guys, you're still working with that same old set of genetics, you know what I mean? Mm. That whereas we, we've been able to kind of cross things and add new blood here and there so we'll definitely have to change that and get some clowns out to the uk to you guys for sure 100 percent. we'll have to do some swaps so i sort you out some stonewash honestly i haven't even shown the best i'm gonna after this live i'm gonna show you some really cracking stuff i took some shots yeah. today yeah. i'm gonna show you some real nice stuff oh i want to see what you have hidden anyway we'll probably wrap it up here do you want to shout yourself out i know you've got a giveaway so yeah. let people know about the giveaway and um, where to find you, where to hit you up. And yeah, man. I mean, pretty much um, we're doing a thousand follower giveaway. All you have to do to be entered is follow. It's that simple. You don't have to comment, don't have to share anything. Obviously, it's much appreciated if you do share the giveaway, but you don't have to. As long as you're following, you are eligible. Um, it's free shipping to anybody here in the United States. If anyone from the United Kingdom wants to enter, I'm sure I could get in touch. Uh, I think you said it was Big G that he's putting the shipment together. So I'm sure that, you know, if by December we reach that mark and someone from the UK won, I'm sure I could get in touch with him and we could get some off to the UK. You know what I mean? Uh, in the UK, we all love, man. We're all love. We love you Americans. Uh, my little UK army are going to be straight on that to support it, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so I appreciate you, man. And like I said, these, I like doing these because it's a platform for people like you. And I can see you've got fire. And I can see you care. And like, I know you're going to be a good name, you know what I mean, in the future, especially with the clowns. So big up and thanks so much for coming on, man. I, re I really do appreciate you coming on. Definitely, brother. Definitely. And thank you for having me, man. It's been a pleasure talking to you and getting to know you. You know what I mean? And like I said, just getting to make all these different friends and stuff throughout the community between you, Junior, Bubba, Nick, all those amazing guys. Definitely very grateful to know all of you. Te teamwork all the way, man. And what's the point doing this on your own? Do you know what I mean? We're, exactly. we're, we're a certain breed of people. So uh, we, for some reason, we all connect. It's like we're on this 
and it's going to sound really sad. Like we're on like a spiritual path. We're all on the same path together. Do you know what I mean? So it's weird. Like I'm pretty sure if I if I go into a supermarket, I could sniff out a reptile keeper now. <laughs> and you know what I mean? It's also different when you're talking to those people. Cause like you said, we kind of are on the same path. When you start talking about the same interest, it just clicks. You know what I mean? No matter what, yeah. you just find that common ground and go from there. It's like that, it's like that scene from Step Brothers. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, make sure you hit him up. This goes on YouTube, Spotify. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it on podcast. Um, I am looking to doing some duos. I think getting Thomas and Junior duo live will be lit. So we'll, we'll, we'll look into doing that. If you fancy getting on doing this, be sure to drop us a message. But again, thanks so much, Thomas, for coming on. Heck yeah, man. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. See you later, everybody.